Okay, we're going to sing a few of these. I'm going to let you rest for a few minutes. And my friends, Marlo, Rini, and James, and Miss Deb, we're going to stand here. And we have a couple people in the other room that are also helping. And uh, then after a few songs, you'll, we'll let you stand up, because I know you're going to want to stand while we sing these. But just take a rest. <laughs> Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. The glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love, and wonders of his love, and wonders, wonders of his love. Sing glory to the newborn King, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies, with angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace, hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and life to all He brings, risen with healing in His wings. Mild he lays his glories by, born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn Okay, why don't you join us now? Go ahead and stand with us. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plains, and the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous strains. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Come to Bethlehem and see him whose birth the angels.
shall sing. Come adore on bended knee, Christ the Lord, the newborn King. Gloria in excelsis Deo. If you'd like to, there are hymn books in front of you. If you'd like to sing the parts, you could pull them out, and we could sing those together if you'd like to. In this room only, sorry. It came upon the midnight clear, that glorious song of old, from angels bending touch their hearts of gold. Peace on the earth, goodwill to men, from hands all gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. For lo, the days are hastening on by prophets seen of old, when with the ever-circling years shall come the time foretold when peace shall over all the earth its ancient splendors ring the whole world send back the 
song which now the angels sing. Angels from the realms of glory wing your flight o'er all the earth. Ye who sang creation's story, now proclaim Messiah's birth. Come and worship, come and worship, worship Christ the newborn King. Shepherds in the field abiding, watching o'er your flocks by night. God with man is now residing, yonder shines the infant light. Come and worship, come and worship, worship Christ the newborn King. This is the last one for the night for the very end. That's okay, here we go. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Hey, Lord, we greet Thee, born this happy morning. Jesus, to Thee be our glory singing tonight. You sound really good from here. You should hear yourself. Now, there are people here from all over the place, even a few people from Texas. You can't help it. I understand that. Turn around, introduce yourself to those people. Be nice to them. Welcome them. Greet them tonight. Wish them a Merry Christmas. All right, that's enough being nice to each other. This section over here, don't make me get the fire hose out. All right. <clears throat> Beautiful, that's a lot of fun. Man, Lynn Groves, have you... That's uh, all right, but good night. 
Hannah, she must really think the world of you. She must. That's awesome. Okay, as we mentioned before, we had those videos at the beginning. It was a little bit of something for everybody from different generations. And, of course, Charlie Brown said, does anybody know what Christmas means? This video might help us even understand just a little more.
Is it really possible? God would come to us in the form of a baby? Emmanuel? What does Emmanuel mean? God with us. Let's say it together. God with us. Let's say it again. God with us. Emmanuel. God with us. What do you think about that? God with us. I want you to capture the idea. It's an amazing thing that God would decide to become like one of us. If we had, if we had dreamed for the history of the earth, each one of us, we would have never come up with this scenario, would we? This right here. Jesus with us. You've heard the story of Luke 2. We're coming to the end of our season of Advent, anticipation, hope, expectation, celebrating the candles, the love, the peace, all of that, the joy, the hope. And here we are. God has come. He did it. He did it. He pulled it off. He pulled off the impossible. He came. He didn't forget us. He remembered us. He heard our cries. He didn't leave us alone. He didn't let us die. He didn't leave us in the lurch. He didn't leave us struggling in a broken world all by ourselves. He did it. He came. Emmanuel, God with us. And I suspect this is what was happening that night, right here. A normal little baby doing what he was supposed to be doing, crying. A manger? Really? A manger? I, I have pondered many times over the years what would cause Jesus to give up all the glory in the universe and all of creation and beyond for life as a human. Life in a broken world. Life in a world where people struggle, people are hurt. People are sick. In fact, you may hear it in my voice. I just came from 24 hours of having a probe stuck down my esophagus. And um, they pulled out earlier today. Yes, people get old and I'm, I get old. And why would he exchange incredible glory for that? Why would he exchange a throne room for a smelly stable? Why? Why would he exchange independence for complete dependence on a mother and father who were also broken? Mary, Joseph. Why? Why would he exchange the wonderful insecurities of 
eternity in heaven for the insecurities that, um, the wonderful securities of heaven for the insecurities that accompany life on the earth. Satan tried his hardest to get him to doubt and to quit, didn't he? And he didn't. Emmanuel, God with us. Here it is right here. This is what Christmas is all about. You heard the Luke 2 story read. I want you to reflect on a couple of things. One is, why would he do all this? Why? Why? Why come to experience the one thing he had never experienced? Life like us. Is there a sweeter demonstration of love to give all that up? Knowing full well what his life would entail. When we get to Easter, we'll talk about the end of the story, his human life on the earth anyway. But at Christmas, we celebrate the presence of Christ, Emmanuel. His name is Jesus. You know what Jesus means? Yahweh saves. The name of God, Yahweh, Exodus 3. He gave it to his son, Yahweh saves. He didn't forget us. He came and rescued us. But who would have thought? A baby? A human? Second thing I want you to reflect on is the, what the angels had to say, or uh, what they said to the shepherds. Glory to God in the highest. And then you will have probably noticed that all the modern translations have reshaped the second part. Right? Glory to God in the highest. Peace to those on the earth. Peace to those with whom his favor rests. This is not a generic wish for peace for all of the earth. Yes, that is part of the New Testament story. So don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to rob you of that. It is there. But this is a very special night. It's a very special declaration of praise. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. If you have placed your faith in the Lord Jesus, if you have placed your faith in Emmanuel, God with us, this is a very special blessing. He came. Peace to you. Peace. And you get to experience peace. It's just the beginning point. Because later on, we are told that we represent his peace to the world. And our goal is to be peacemakers and to bring peace to a lost and broken world. But this night, this prophecy is a very special one to the redeemed. Peace to you. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. It's not at the exclusion of the rest of the world. It's the starting point. Peace to you. Does it get any better than that? This is Christmas. This is what it's all about. What does Emmanuel mean? God with us. Here he is right here. Thanks for lighting your own candle. <laughs> Every time I pick up a baby and I think about this, 
It's no longer an academic exercise. He is a human. And it's one of the great doctrines of the church that Jesus Christ became the perfect human. And that's who we look to. He did what we couldn't do. He came and rescued us. He lived the life. Don't forget it. So tonight, Christmas Eve, our whole goal is to give you just a couple of things to reflect on. A manger? Really? No king in history started this way that I know of. A manger? Really? And if you're part of the redeemed, enjoy just for a moment. Peace. Shalom. That's what he came for. He has shown us peace so that we can show the world what peace really looks like. If they can't look at us as Christians and find peace, where can they look? Where can they look? The whole service is designed to help you capture that. When we get to the lighting in just a moment, the lighting of the candles, you're going to see that again. We represent his glory to the world. He came and reflected reflected his father's glory to us. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And we get to do the same. So as you go out tonight when we're finished, when everything is said and done and you leave here, just remember that. Manger? Really? Peace. If you, uh, if you do not know the Lord Jesus, here he is. Let me introduce you to him. This is what he looked like. He was probably a little darker skinned. He probably cried a little more. I suspect that he was covered with straw. The place didn't smell so good. But this is him. This is what he looked like. Let me introduce you to Jesus. Believe in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him, Jesus, shall receive eternal life. Let's pray. Father, thank you, for, uh, thank you for doing the impossible. Thank you for rescuing us. Thank you for doing the incredible. Thank you for doing something that we would have never dreamed of and never thought of, and yet you came. You came back for us. You didn't leave us alone. Thank you for that. And help us tonight, Lord, and our families to just our singles, and our lives with you just to be grateful for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to ask the ushers to come and um, prepare to take an offering. If God has put it on your heart to give, um, great. We, we trust that you'll do whatever the Lord prompts you to do. We, um, we just want you to know at Dillon Community Church that we love you. Sorry you can't have him back yet, Darla. Keep your seat. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> we just love you. Thank you. And um, whatever money you decide to give, the Lord has already decided ahead of time that we can use it, and we will use it to share Jesus with the county that's in need of that. So let me pray. Father, for this um, offering that we are about to receive, I pray, Lord, thank you for these people that are giving it. Bless them richly, God. Bless them for their sacrifice. Thank you for coming back for us. That's all right. Keep crying.
In Jesus' name, amen. These next three phases are all times of response. It's an opportunity for you to respond. This is one. Communion is another. And the lighting of the candle is another. We'll sing these beautiful carols behind it. The first Noel, the angel did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay. In fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. Noel, 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 Lord is the King of Israel. They looked up and saw a star shining in the east beyond them far and to together. And by the light of that same star, three wise men came from country afar to seek for a king was their intent, and to follow the star your singing. He got very quiet, just stopped, stopped moving and just listened. We're going to celebrate tonight by uh, sharing communion together. I'm going to ask all the communion servers to come on up and get ready to serve communion. Communion at our church, for those of you that don't know, is just a wonderful time of we share it as a community, something we do together. It's a response to reflection, just to say thank you, Lord. It's a time when, yes, uh, the Bible does tell us we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. It's far bigger than that. It's proclaiming the entire work of God. That's what the gospel is. This incredible thing that he did to bring about our rescue. In fact, that's what the word salvation means. He came to rescue us. He came to rescue us from brokenness and sin. And so um, we celebrate communion together as a community. You know the famous passage... On the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. And um, he said, this is my body broken for you. After supper, he took the cup and said, this cup represents the new covenant in my blood. That's why he came.
That's why he came. We are tonight going to pass the communion elements, and what I'd like you to do is hold it. Don't take it, hold it, and let's do it together as, as a community of faith. All right? The very word Eucharist, which many of you know from your backgrounds, it's a Greek word that means thanksgiving or to give thanks. And this is the one time of the year we can pause and stop, enjoy this peace that he brought, and we can say, thank you, thank you. Emmanuel, what does it mean? God with us. So let me pray, and we will pass the communion elements and hold them, and we'll take them together. God, thank you. How could we ever say thank you enough for sending your son? Jesus, how could we ever say thank you enough for what you did? Um, Thank you for giving us this way of remembering you every single week. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the sun of God the gloomy clouds of night and death's dark shadows put to flight rejoice rejoice Emmanuel shall come to
Celebrate together the body of Christ broken for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. Let's sing that rejoice again. Let's rejoice together. Rejoice, rejoice. Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. If you are of the tradition that you uh, have passed the light as uh, part of the Christmas ceremony, we are going to do that right now. I did not grow up doing this, so I probably would have burnt everyone in front of me with one of these. Ushers, if you want to start passing these out, you can start getting these coming. They're going to pass everyone a candle. It looks just like this. It's got a little cup on it. You know, this is real live fire. It's not, we're not goofing around. I'll just tell you for sure, several years ago, we had somebody drip some wax on somebody in front of them, and it caught them on fire for a second. So we got to be careful. We're going to tell you how to do this. Here's what happens. This cup slips up and down on here so that it gives you a little bit of a windscreen. That's the idea. We're going to start from the front, right from the Christ candle. Pastor Jim is going to start there, and then a few of our people are going to bring this candle through the whole room. You'll pass it to the next person, the person next to you, and here's how you pass it. You have your cup down and your candle straight up in the air, just like that, with the flame burning. Then the person next to you has their cup down as well, and they lean into the flame. 
Don't tilt the candle that's burning into them because all that wax dumps out. That's how that works. So you just hold yours straight up if it's on fire. They tilt in and get the fire from you. Then you bring it back and hold it while the person next to you gets the fire, and it goes like that. When you're done lighting people around you, then you slide this back up, and you can sing Silent Night, and you won't blow it out. Then at the very end, we'll all blow it out together by just sliding this down and very carefully blowing it down onto the top of the flame. So that gives us a sense of how we do this safely and also enjoy the beauty. Pastor Jim, why don't you come talk to us a little bit theologically. Why would we pass the light here? As part of uh, Advent, we spent the last four weeks looking at different aspects of Christmas and what is Christmas all about. And we, uh, we looked at the wise men in Matthew, um, Emmanuel, that's where the Emmanuel passage is, and their worship of him and went back into the Old Testament and talked about how they, talk, they say, a light has dawned on those living in darkness. And in the Old Testament, the, those living in darkness is uh, most, most of the time, most often, referring to Gentiles. Because the Jews had been given the word of God. They had, they had heard God's word. But the Gentiles had not. So many, pro, many of the passages throughout the prophets refer to the Gentiles as those living in darkness. In fact, that's the great passage in Isaiah 9 and several other places. To those living in darkness, a light has dawned. Then we looked at Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, and how his prophecy, he said the same thing, that, uh, that there's this light rising up, going to those who haven't been able to see, to the Gentiles. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And John the Baptist was to prepare the way for the Christ child. For the Messiah, that's what Christ means, for Jesus, to prepare the way for him to do his wonderful work for us. And then we looked at Isaiah 9 in particular, how in the nation of Israel, in the northern regions, and in uh, 650 years ago, had been invaded by the Assyrians, and, and they were just crying out. They had, been, they had been destroyed and demolished and hurt beyond belief. And in that great passage, God says, I haven't forgotten you. I'm coming back for you. That's what... Jesus is all about. So when you get to John chapter 1, we are told there is a light in the world. Do you know who it is? Who is it? Jesus. The, the, the door has cracked, and we have this beam of light shining into this darkness. That's the whole story of Christmas. The reason why we do this tonight is because we are told to be lights. Not to hide our light under a bushel, but to be lights. Ephesians uh, 3, the wonderful benediction, to God be the glory in the church. That's us. That's a role that we have. And this symbolizes our role. And so as a church reflects the light of Christ to this world, which needs to know Jesus, it gets brighter and brighter. So I'm going to light the candle and for the ushers to come on up.
beautiful is that in here right now receive the peace receive the love the hope the grace the joy of christ in this season represented in this light now just pull this carefully down just a little bit and then blow right on the top of it one two three some still a few slackers all right very good Excellent work. Very good. We hope you have a wonderful, merry, and blessed Christmas. On your way out, the ushers will collect these from you for the next service. We're very glad. Are you trying to light the carpet on fire, Marlo? Man, after all those instructions. Uh, say good, Merry Christmas and, and a glorious New Year to each other around you. Thank you. You're dismissed. Have a great night. Play something. Something with some juice in it. <laughs>
walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away is the new birth, here to stay is a new birth. He sings a love song as we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow we can build a snowman, and pretend he is Boston Brown. He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no, man. But you can do the job while you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the fire. To face the fray, the plans that we made, walking in a winter wonderland. That's for all of you show choir people. There's your great fun tonight. That'll be a lot of fun. Here's what you can expect. We're going to have a good time. We're going to engage a whole lot. You're going to get to uh, sing a bunch of those Christmas carols. We're going to be about two verses of each. So you hear several of them and get to sing. I hope we sing your favorite. I hope that happens. That'll be happening in just a minute. Then following that, we're going to have a great little time of reflection. I think you're going to be struck by Emmanuel, God with us, and what that means tonight. And then we have a response at the very end where we'll have an offertory. If you'd like to bring a Christ a gift tonight, that's an opportunity. We're going to have communion that we'll pass to you tonight if you'd like to engage in Christ in that way. And then we're all going to pass live lights on candles through this room, and it gets so gorgeous and beautiful. It's one of my favorite things of all year that we're going to do. So right now, if you'd like to just take a moment, we're going to ask one of the families to come on up here. And uh, one of the Butler family come on up. We're going to light the candle. Right before they light the candle, though, here's what I'd like to do. I'm going to have you sit down based on this process. If this is not your very first time in Summit County, have a seat right now. <clears throat> we got some people, first-timers in Summit County? First-timers over here? Excellent, excellent. And then some people there in the back? All right. How many do I see that are together back there? Are you guys all together? No, you're not all together. Okay, we got a couple going on. Uh, let's see, this is the largest family. So, uh, Susan, why don't you take them one of those beautiful little things. This is going to change your life. It's a, it's a stocking that's got a light in it. It's got candy. It's got all kinds of stuff. It's, it'll totally change your life. I'm not kidding you. George, get that other one over there. Let's see, how are we going decide, to decide back here in the back? Um, let's see, who's from the farthest away? Where are you from there, the folks in the back? Okay, how about the people in the middle? Nashville, okay, how about the man in front? Phoenix, okay, you can sit down, Phoenix. <clears throat> Detroit, Nashville, I got to go my terrible geography with Detroit. What do you think? Detroit it is. All right, run those guys, that back to Detroit. Give these guys a big round of applause. Welcome to Summit County for the first time. Way to endure one of our blizzardy days, and uh, it was a lot of fun. A bluebird, another bluebird day. Butlers, I'm going to bring this over to you, and you introduce your family, and then go about the business. I'm Bill Butler. This is my wife, Claire, and my oldest daughter, Maggie, and my youngest daughter, Mary Grace. And we're going to be reading out of Luke 2 today. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken to the entire Roman world. This was the first census, first census that took place by Curius was the governor of Syria. 
and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be, to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and said, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign unto you. You will find the babe wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Yeah. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Very nice job, guys. Thank you. This is a reminder. This has been about anticipation. We have joy. We have hope. We have peace. We have love. We have the Christ candle that's written finally now in, in uh, honor of the arrival of the Christ who has come. And that's what we're here for tonight. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you. Uh, we are grateful for your arrival to us. Help us to be amazed and awed by that. Uh, help us to spread that joy of that moment to each other. The love, the peace, the grace, the hope. Thank you. Thank you for this season. And it's a reminder as well that you're coming back someday. We don't know what to expect or when, but you're coming for us. And so we look forward to that day as those did, as Mary and Joseph did, as Isaiah did, as David did. We look forward to that day in Christ's name. We pray. Amen. Okay, now we're going to take into a time and enjoy some of these carols. I'm going to let you sit for a little bit uh, so that you can rest a little bit more. And then partway through, we'll let you stand up. If you're in this room, sorry guys, in the other room we don't have enough books. But if you're in this room and you like to read the Christmas carol parts, then those books and there's books in front of you. You could read those and follow along and buy the hymn number. And if you don't prefer to read them, that's fine. You can follow the words up on the screen. 
Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let us receive our King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven nature sing. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of His righteousness and wonders of His love and wonders of His love and wonders, wonders of His love.
together now as we move to the next one. Shepherds in the fields abiding, 
watching o'er your flocks by night. God with man is now residing, yonder shines the infant light. Come and worship, come and worship, worship Christ the newborn King. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, oh, come ye, oh, come ye to tonight. I hope yours was sung, your favorite. You sound pretty darn good from up here. That's all I'm saying. Now, there's some people around here that haven't been greeted yet. Some of them might even be from Texas, but they can't help it. So turn around and say hello. Introduce yourself. Wish them a Merry Christmas. Welcome everyone around you. All right, this is the tired section right in here. They were done the earliest. And this section, don't make me get the fire hose out because I'll do it if uh, that's enough being nice to each other. It's great. Hope you're having a great Christmas and looking forward to some more time together. If you remember in that video right before we started the singing at the beginning, uh, Charlie Brown said, does anybody know what the meaning of Christmas is? I think this video helps us get even a little deeper understanding.
Why would you give up such a glorious place to live to come here? Why? Why would you exchange an ageless, eternal existence for a body that's going to go older and decay, experience pain? Why would you give up all the independence to become dependent on a mother and a father? who are both sinful. (laughs) Why would you choose to become like one of us? I wish you could answer those questions for me instead of just making cute faces. Why become a human? I don't get it, Jesus. Why would you do that? It's the story of Christmas. Right here. Emmanuel. God with us. What does it mean? What does Emmanuel mean? Let's say it together. God with us. Let's say it again. God with us. Let's say it again. God with us. God with us. Right here. You're supposed to be cranky. (laughs) Your mom must have fed you. This is Luca Schmidt, and I borrowed him tonight because I wanted you to realize what happened. A manger? Really? God? His son, a manger? Doesn't God deserve better than that? From your very beginning, you were a servant, weren't you? From the very beginning, you were willing to start with very humble beginnings. Why? (laughs) He's grinning from ear to ear. (laughs) Why would God do that? Is there any better expression of love? I'm not sure there is. I'm not sure there is. That God would come to be one of us, to experience life the way we live it, to suffer through the things that we suffer, to struggle as we struggle, to be tempted as we're tempted, and yet to do it perfectly, to do it the right way, to do the one thing that God had never experienced, living in a broken world as broken humans, 
sinful humans, humans who hurt, humans who decay and get old, humans who have bodies that get old. In fact, just today, I, you could probably hear it in my voice, I had a probe uh, down my esophagus for the last 24 hours, and they just pulled it out today around lunchtime. Yep, I'm getting old. And for those of you that have had that procedure, you know that it's not fun. It's very uncomfortable, but that's part of life. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? It has something to do with love. This is what Christmas is all about. The Christmas story is a fantastic story. Everything about it from beginning to end captures, captures God's heart. Everything. Even the term Bethlehem, where he was born. In Hebrew, Beit Lachem, house of bread. We're going to celebrate communion toward the end. And bread is one of the images that we use to talk about what it means to come together. It reminds us of the body of Christ, his death, and it reminds us of us. 1 Corinthians 10 and 11. So even the name Bethlehem has meaning. There was nothing by accident in this story. The shepherds. Who would have picked shepherds to come and recognize and worship Jesus? Who would have picked shepherds? Huh? Yeah, you're bothered by that, aren't you? No, any other king would have picked something grand, something wonderful, something large, something pontifical. No, Jesus, Jesus chose shepherds, Jewish shepherds on the hillside. The lowest of the low. Yeah. There we go. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be human. You have to figure it out too, don't you? It doesn't make any sense to you either at this point, does it? Shepherds? A manger? Really? And yet that's the Christmas story. Jesus wanted to become like one of us. He wanted to show us the way. He wanted to tell us the story. He did not forget us. That's the gospel message. He came to rescue us. He did not forget. He heard our cries. He saw the bondage to sin. He saw our enslavement. He saw our brokenness. He saw all of that, and he didn't forget. He didn't leave us here to die. He came back for us. He just chose a very unorthodox way. And if we had had all of every human on the earth thinking since the history, the beginning of the history of the world, no one would have ever thought about this. A baby in a manger with shepherds? Really? What were you thinking? I wouldn't have done it that way. But I'm glad you're God and I'm not. He didn't forget us. He remembered. He came back for us. And then even the praise, even the praise that the uh, angels sang, the, the ho heavenly host shouting out for those uh, shepherds who were terrified on the mountainside. What did they say? Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Some of you that are a little older will recognize that that's a change from what the older translations say. Right? Glory to those on whom, or uh, um, <clears throat> glory to God in the highest, to those on earth on whom his favor rests. 
peace. Now, that's not to say that peace is not for the whole world. It is. But it's not in this passage. This passage is a very unique, very special gift. It really is peace to those on whom his favor rests, the redeemed. We become those who reflect his peace to a lost and dying world. But that evening, that evening, it's not a generic request for peace on the earth. That's why all the newer translations have revised it. It is a very special gift. It's a blessing to the redeemed. God did not forget us. He came back. He has shown us peace so that we can be peacemakers. He has shown us love so that we can love others. He has shown us grace so that we can be gracious. That's what this night is all about. We made it. He came. He didn't forget us. He didn't forget any of us. He came back. That's the story of Christmas. And that's what Luke 2 is all about. A baby. Emmanuel. God with us. Right here. Let's pray. Father, thank you for sending your son. Jesus, it's hard for us to understand why you would give up all those wonderful things to live with us. Thank you for loving us that deeply and that sacrificially. Amen. Okay, we can go see your mom again. Isn't he a great Jesus? It's perfect. I'm going to ask the ushers to prepare to take an offering. If the Lord has put it on your heart to, to uh, give to Dillon Community Church, we just want to say thank you. Uh, we trust the Lord to raise whatever monies we need all year long, and he does. He takes care of us just like he takes care of you. Our message to you is that we just love you. We're so grateful that you chose to come out here and worship with us tonight and to celebrate this wonderful, wonderful time. Um, Well, I'm just going to pray. Father, thank you for these people that you've brought out tonight. Lord, thank you for this offering that we are about to receive. Lord, we do receive it with your grace and strength and our commitment to you is to use it well to bring to a county that's broken the name Jesus, the name of your son, the name of our Savior, the name through which we are saved. Thank you, Lord, for sending him. Amen. As we give this form of a give, let's also give him the gift of our voices. We'll sing to him as we receive this gift tonight. <clears throat> the first Noel the angels did say Was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay In fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep noel 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 born is the king of israel they looked on 
up and saw a star shining in the east beyond them far and to So it continued both day and night. Noel, 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 Noel. Born is the King of Israel. One more verse together. And by the light of that same star, Three wise men came from country afar to seek for a king was their intent and to follow the star wherever it went. Noel, 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 born is the King of Israel. I'm going to invite those serving communion to come on up. At, uh, at Dillon Community Church, we celebrate communion every week, and we're going to invite you to join us in that. Um, communion is a time when we express our uh, belief in the Lord and what he did. We proclaim his death until he comes. It's far bigger than that, though. His death is just a snapshot of what happened. The gospel is so big. That story is so wonderful. Salvation basically means rescue. God did not forget us. He didn't leave us here. He came back for us. And communion reminds us of that. And Christmas Eve is the time we celebrate the presence of Christ, the presence of the Lord. He came for us. He came back for us. We're going to pass the elements, and we're going to ask you to hold them, and we will celebrate by taking them together as a community. By the way, if you're new to this Jesus thing, uh, God said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It really is that simple. Jesus came back for us, and if you believe in him, that's all God asks. That's all God asks. So if you would like to celebrate with us tonight and proclaim your belief in Jesus, here's a great opportunity through communion. So they'll pass it, we'll hold it together, and we will take it together. Let me pray. Father, thank you for sending your son. Jesus, how could we ever thank you enough for coming? Thank you for that. And thank you for giving us something to do that reminds us regularly, day in and day out, of what you did in your sacrifice for us. Thanks for a love that is almost incomprehensible to us, so deep. Thanks for loving us that much. In Jesus' name, amen. Joe! 
whispering, come and cheer our spirits by thine advent here. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadows put to flight. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O
Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, God with us. On the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. He said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. It's the body of Christ broken for you. After supper, he took the cup and he said, this cup represents the new covenant in my blood. This is the blood of Christ shed for you. Amen. Let's sing that rejoice together. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O This is all part of the final response this evening, and the last response that we have is to light and send the cast the candles through. The ushers, if you'd like to start passing those out, you can start anytime. Everybody's going to get one of these. Let me explain a little bit because this is real honest to goodness fire, and we want to just help you out. We actually had several years ago, we had somebody blow the flame onto the person in front of them, and it caught them fire for a second, so that's why I'm telling you this, just to give you a little bit of warning. There's a nice little cup on here. Please don't, uh, you know, try to turn your candle into something other than that. It just, it's just a nice little straight candle. It won't bother you. But this slides up on here, and that's the idea. Now, here's what happens. In a few minutes, Pastor Jim is going to take the first candle, and he's going to go to the Christ candle, and he's going to start. He'll pass the candle to the light, excuse me, to just a few of the ushers. We'll start passing it all through the room. And here's you get it from the person next to you. That's how this works. Now, once yours is on fire, leave it upright. If you turn it, it dumps hot wax on something, so that's not a good idea. Just leave it upright. If yours is not lit yet, you pull your cup down a little bit like this and lean it sideways into the other one till it lights, and now you're ready. Then you leave the cup down until the person next to you lights theirs. Then once everybody around you has kind of got it, you can bring this up so that we can sing and you won't blow it out. Also, you can hold it up a little bit. It looks kind of cool in the room when you just hold it up. You don't have to hold it way up, but, you know, just hold it and then enjoy it up there. It looks beautiful. Then at the very end, after we've all passed through, we'll be singing Silent Night, which is just what Christmas is for, is singing Silent Night and passing the light in the candles. And then when that's all done at the very end, we'll pull this down and we'll blow it out together. I'll show you how we're going to do that because we're going to just blow straight down on the top into the cup without blowing the wax all over the person in front of you. That's how this works. Hey, Pastor Jim, there's got to be some good theological reasons why we're passing this white light. Why don't you come tell us a couple things as we get these candles? All through this season of Advent, we've been talking as a church about um, uh, on people in darkness, the light has dawned. That's repeated several times in the prophets. Uh, Isaiah 9, Isaiah 7, several other places. That The idea that on people living in darkness, the light has come. That language in the Old Testament, people living in darkness, is a reference to Gentiles, almost always. Sometimes it includes Jews, because the Jewish people had received the word of God. And so the Jewish people were responsible to, to bring that light to a lost world, which they did through Jesus, who was Jewish. And so we stand here tonight, almost all of us, I believe, are Gentiles, 
because the light has dawned. The light came. Christmas, that door just cracked open. We have this beam of light shining into the world. So the first chapter of John says that there is a light now in the world. And who is that? Who is that light? Jesus. Jesus. But then Jesus himself goes on and says, don't hide your light under a bushel. We become the lights that represent Christ to the world. Ephesians 3, the great benediction, Ephesians 3.20, to God be the glory in the church. That's why we exist as a community of faith to tell our friends and neighbors about this wonderful light. So what this symbolizes, it symbolizes we're lighting the candle from the Christ candle and you can see the light spread through the sanctuary and the commons through the congregation. Dave, you can bring those all the way down. Here we go. Let's sing as this is going on. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Redeeming grace. 
Blessed and wonderful Christmas. Very, very merry, great time with your family and friends. And so we're going to I'll blow this out together, then I'll give you some final instructions. Pull it down on three. One, two, three. A couple of slackers, still got some flamage. <laughs> Pyros, this happens every year. I'm only messing, that's okay. Beautiful job tonight. Thank you for not lighting your neighbor on fire. That's a very wonderful thing. Here's what we'll do. On the way out, there will be some baskets there so we can collect these, and we'll use them again for the next go-around. Thank you so much. We hope you had a wonderful time tonight, a great reminder and a remembrance of God with us tonight, and you now with each other, family and friends. Go be blessed. Have a great week. Greet each other on the way out. You're dismissed. Thank you.